What's a pleasure? What's a tea? Let's bring love and positivity. Good vibes on this party scene. No shame in our game, cause we own it all. On guilty pleasures with Christopher Hall. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Unguilty Pleasure. My name is Chris Hall. Christopher Hall, I haven't actually, I know that says Chris there, but I think it's Christopher on all platforms. Who knows which one sticks? Uh, but it's me. You've come to the right place. Um, thank you for coming back. And today I'm thrilled to welcome my guest to the airwaves. It's the hilarious and the very, very delightful Dane Buckley. Hi. Hello. How are you? I'm good. Known as Dane on all the platforms. Just really. Dane. Yeah. Not Dana, Dany. Dany, by my mother. Daniel. Oh, I like that. Daniel. I might Daniel. Go with that, yeah. And just that might be my fragrance. Ooh, mm. Daniel by Dane. Mm. I love it. <laughs> um, how are you? Welcome. I feel we're a little bit um, croaky around the edges there. You've got a tiny bit of a sore throat. You've already popped a vocal zone. Yes, you know, in this industry, the, the vocal talent is everything. Yeah. I know. Yeah, yeah, I'm feeling a little bit. I've been burning the ends. It's it's post-St. Paddy's Day, so. Oh, of course. Yeah, lots of gigs, lots of partying, lots of jumping up and down, and lots of just raising the flag and screaming for liberation of our souls. Well, well, truly. Yeah. Um, any particular highlights? Anything? I want to see Damien Dempsey at Brixton, which was amazing. That really naughty audience. And nice. I had a really good Irish gig at 21 Soho on Friday, uh -huh. which was really, really good with Alison Spittle headlining, which was really good fun. Lots of Irish comedians. and Just a lot of Irish frivolity. Absolutely. Gaiety. Sin. Guilt. Well, Clarity. exactly that. <laughs> um, big hangover or? I'm not really emotionally engaged with hangovers. No. <laughs> I think they're not going to get the best of me. I wish it was that easy. Wow, I wish it was that easy for me. I'm not going to emotionally engage with you today. <laughs> I don't get. I just I'm, curl up on a ball, like shaking with all my anxiety. Um, I'm six foot two and, and a bigger lad, so I, don't, I just don't get them. Oh, shut yeah. fuck off. I think it's my background in dance. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. I hate people like that. I just don't get them. I just don't know why you can't go and like run a marathon and. <laughs> <laughs> climb, climb the Everest on a climb the Everest on a hangover, but you had fun. I had such good fun. Yeah. Good, and I'm really glad that we're now going to speak for an hour with your um with yes. your uh, poorly voice, and then go on to our next gig. And we're, <laughs> yes. we're about to go and do a gig together, which is Absolutely. super fun. Emceeing for two hours. Mm. Nice. I'm just going to be butcher. I'm going to do like a lower octave kind of. Yeah, I think you can kind I of. Sorry. Yeah, just lower the larynx. Yeah, yeah, okay. Very much so. Whereas I often get excitable and get very, very high. So um, I'll do some sirens before I tonight. I have heard your vocal range and yeah, you can hit those whistle tones. Oh my God, what do you mean? I don't even, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even like think I'm that good a singer. Uh, posted, Ow, stop kicking me. Posted a singing video on uh, my story. Uh, but Twice. <laughs> I really doubled down and then was like, oh my God, really guys? Um, but no, uh, how, what, else, what else have you uh, been to or um, well, visited? Or... Well, Paddy's Day. Um, well, just been kind of busy gigging, actually. I've been doing tour support for Rosie Jones, which was gorgeous. Nice, amazing. Uh, and she's absolutely really great and, fun and lovely. Yeah, a dream. And her audience are amazing as well. And I was covering for someone else. So, um, you know, at the meet and greet afterwards, they were kind of like, you're not that person. I was like, no, I'm not. But... You can still hug me and talk to me. You know? Yeah, I'm still yeah. a person. I'm still funny yeah. in some communities. <laughs> um, and I've been doing tour support for Tom Allen, which has been gorgeous. Oh, my just gosh. Really good experience, like night after night doing like 20 minute sets and just tweaking it for each town and yeah. each and Hamlet. <laughs> there Every little Hamlets. settlement. Every little yeah. settlement. Yeah. I did a, um, a tour once. Um, it was called Pop Factor. Shout out. And it was like a in half term and Easter holidays. It was like a sort of aimed at kids. It was like a little pop concert yeah. for 
children, really. Yeah. Um, and we ha- had the best time. It was so much fun. Still friends with most of the people. Well, I think, well, most. Most. <laughs> most what? only because of just like life moves on. And you don't keep in with contact with some people, but yeah. like in, very much in contact with a lot of people. It was lovely. But we went to some just tiny places that I couldn't even. I, if you told me them, I'd think they were like from Lord of the Rings or something. Like Absolutely. just a small, like where yeah. are we? Got up yeah. the bus, just like, <laughs> okay, we're going to do One Direction for <laughs> the people of this town. <laughs> well, I know one of the places we were in was called Triorki and it was in Wales and they were so, yeah. so thirsty for comedy that honestly it was one of the best ones. They mm. were just everything. They were loving and they wanted more and they were filthy and afterwards we continued that. No. <laughs> and you are filthy by nature exactly yeah by by default um but that's interesting so you're all over the country gigging pretty much i mean i didn't say international but yeah sure you could but technically we did say wales so you implied (laughs) that you were international you implied internationally ignored (laughs) and also an international disappointment if you're always the cover and everyone's (laughs) expecting somebody else (laughs) Um, exactly (laughs) but can you hear me just (laughs) (laughs) um and uh, you were saying you went to self-esteem. Yes. Oh my god. It How was, was so, that? So, so I'm jealous. late to the self-esteem party. Mm. I only recently discovered her, or them. Is it a band? It's a band. Isn't yeah. It? But it's her. It's fronted by her. Yeah, yeah. We know. And um, tickets are sold out everywhere, and I managed to get one in Cambridge. So I went on my Todd. I drove to Cambridge, and uh, it was absolutely amazing. I did not stop grinning and jumping and singing. She's so good. And I was, I was watching it, thinking. I don't want to be that bitch, but I was watching it thinking, gosh, there's elements of like old school, really good Madonna. Mm. And then when I got home and did a little bit of research for my project, <laughs> yeah. um, it said, yeah, she was inspired by Madonna's blonde ambition. And I Oof. think I could get that with the costumes and the dance. Yeah, yeah. And that kind of 90s thing of having the backing singers doing all your moves with you. And yeah, I love mirroring that. Mirroring your costume and stuff. It's kind of a bit Eurovision as well. I love yeah. when they um yeah. they have singer dancers who join Absolutely. them. Yeah. That is one of my favorites. Oh, I love your, um, uh, oh my God, onto your clips. But I was... <laughs> See how he manipulates. And then just a segue to my social media. <laughs> <laughs> I love your backing singer clip. Thank you. Yeah. Um, they are so ludicrous, but so much fun. I think a lot of queer men growing up would practice being a backing singer in the mirror. I saw used to. I was like Bette Midler's backing singer, just giving it all yeah. the moves. Oh, Bette, she's a good mm, one. Yeah, isn't she? What, um, what song could we do for Bette Midler? Go into the chapel and win. Is that a Bette Midler song? I did a big cover of it, yeah. Wow, Amazing. that's a great one. And Jennifer Lawrence. No, not Jennifer Lawrence. From the <laughs> Games. Jennifer, <laughs> Jennifer, the mother of Black Hollywood. I can't remember her song. Uh, Lewis. Jennifer Lewis was one of her backing singers. Wow. Yeah, great clips watching them. Oh my God, yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah, I'll send you some. I mean, my parents tell me about this, obviously. Yeah. I'm too young to know. <laughs> couldn't possibly know. <laughs> uh, fun. So, and also went to Cambridge. Very much my hometown. Oh, is it? Yeah. Your Majesty. Yeah, exactly, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, uh, yeah, did you have a nice time? Did you see the sights? Was that the Corn Exchange? It was a lovely, yeah, yeah, it was. Nice. Uh, I drove up the wrong street, so I might be getting a parking ticket. Watch this space. Yeah, fine. I've got a lovely kebab, and Uh, um, no, I was just there for self esteem. Yeah, it was all quite. And musically. Nice. Who have I seen at the Corn Exchange? 30 quid. Nice. 70 quid in London. Easily. Um, I saw Liberty X at the Corn Exchange. Oh my god, my parents have told me about them as well. Yeah, <laughs> um, and I'm going. I don't. Uh, they might have had a little, or they might still have their little moment in the way oh, that steps and escapes. Oh yeah, it was like oh, okay. I was like eleven. <laughs> you were like the last fan. <laughs> last week, Dave. 
I played I play the drums and paid for it. Um, no, I was I was about 11. Right, okay. And it was just on the crest of not being able, I had to kind of um, mute, I've spoken about this, spoken about this a lot on the, on the old pod. Um, but when I went to secondary school, I had to kind of like downplay how much I liked pop music right. and pretend I really liked Muse and Red Hot yeah. Chili Peppers and like, um, you know, other- In other Cambridge, other, other, oh yeah. Sorry again. Can I just see that again? <laughs> that was rock music. I don't know if that um, if that translated. Yeah, that was rock. Um, so Liberty X, I remember, was like the last concert I went to, and I sort of mentioned it to one person um, who was a friend and um, remained a friend, but like he did kind of go like what and like kind of like made a big joke about about it um, in front of everyone. Um, so I went to Liberty X, uh, and then that was kind of the, the last poppy thing I like went to. Different times, because now you'd brag about the gig. Oh, I would literally be like, um, here I go, off I go. And then I think the <laughs> next one, yeah, what was, I think then I had to like pretend I didn't like pop music and only like rock and like indie yeah. until I yeah, think I went to- Christina's first album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I actually, I, actually did, I actually did a joke in my um, set about going to my a Kelly Clarkson gig. Because <laughs> that was like the rockiest pop I could find. It was like her and Avril that you'd be like, yeah, but like she's like, Angry as well. Von Donahue, Sugar Babes. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's alt, alt, very alt. Um, but then I think when I was um, 16 is when Pussycat Dolls were touring with Rihanna. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, what on yeah. earth is that collision yeah. of Rihanna was supporting Pussycat Dolls? Oh, let's just shit. really, let's just really, really talk God. about that. Um, I love that clip off Nicole. I know her, Nicole. <laughs> Have you seen the clip where her mic's not working and she grabs the Oh, of course. Delicious. Of course. And then the other clip where the other pussycat doll's out singing her and she gets the hug. Yeah. The, there's something so, yeah. so um, just visceral yeah. about the energy that must yeah. have been bouncing around in that yeah. group. And she doesn't hide it at all. Why should no. she? I'm Nicole. Yeah. Nicole. I've seen her do Christine from Phantom. Oh, fab. Yeah, amazing. And cats. Yeah. And activity uh, yoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't it, wasn't it Muller? Oh, was it? Muller, yeah. Yeah, it was Muller like, oh, like straight it? Straight dairy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just eat this, guys. Yeah, she's very, very, I mean, incredibly talented. Yeah. Dancer. No. Actress. Yeah. Maybe, I don't, mm, yeah, I'd say actress. Model. <laughs> so, gl glamour, glamour. Superstar. I I was kind of I one was, of the most beautiful women. I was proud of my comedy. Then uh, my comedy. Sorry, back to my comedy. I was proud of my pop and came back to it later. But I did go through a little kind of it, kind of music stage of it being a bit highbrow. Like, actually, I'm going to see Peter Jahav in Bjork. Actually. Oh wow. But to be fair, they were wicked live. You know. Yeah, yeah, incredible. And um, I think that's quite queer man energy. And I didn't get to go to the Kate Bush comeback tour, which was amazing twice. Wow, Kate yeah. Bush famously. The resurgence of uh, with running up that hill, having quite—I oh, don't know where we're going to go. Having quite famously the um, Irish, famously from Kent. No, 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 just icon. Yeah, famous, uh, famously having her having yeah. quite the um, re-up. Yeah, but d maybe not a re-up. Maybe that's quite disrespectful to say. Maybe she didn't need a re-up. Maybe she was always up. But either way, brought to a new gen, I think. For sure, for like sure. A couple of million. Also, that that scene is so good. Have you seen Stranger Things? So Family? good. So yeah. Good. Also, he's a little bit attractive. That monster. There's some energy about him that's. Quite I go for like I, everything unavailable man. Fine. I do. <laughs> I, for me, that's not where I would have. You don't like the Guardian of the Underworld. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have said that. 
here today. For me, for me. <laughs> but you did, and that is amazing because we have different types. So we can we can be friends. <laughs> so we can celebrate that. <laughs> no, that scene is amazing. Yeah. Um, I have to confess, though, those episodes got too long. And I just yeah, stopped watching them. Oh, really? Oh, you didn't make it? I well, didn't I finish that season. Well, I, I did because there was a lot of kind of innuendo about a queer character. And he'd look at the window really long and say stuff like, sometimes you love other people. And I'm mm. like, is he going to come out? What's going to happen? Are we going to get some aubergine action? Come on. Nothing. I mean, it's... Did we get any... Is there any um, aubergine... Kate Bush. Yeah. Oh, that's the nearest they could do. And, and, but, and we know what that means. Yeah, and yeah. we know... What you that know means? When casual levitating. That there's going to be some. Come undercurrent. on. Does anybody bang in Stranger Things? Does Nancy and? I think the drums still are running up that hill. <laughs> 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 that would be a callback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no. Nice. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Not no, yet. it's not that kind of show. Yet. Yet. There is. Yeah. There's only one more season though. Oh, is there? I believe there's one more season, and it's um, because they wrote it was written oh. all. It was Roten. It was Roten. And you from Cambridge. Uh, yeah, and I'm also trying to write my own. I'm, I wrote it very much well, all of it. Um, yeah, no, so it is It is going to end. Right. I mean, unless they... Is that why you couldn't bring yourself to watch the end? I think so. I just don't want it to end. Um, but I know, well, it is good. I mean, I, I well, until I stopped watching person, it. But after lockdown, I've become a whore for binge watching. Nice. I mean, yeah. again, that's kind of quite a recurring theme on this Unguilty pleasure. Yeah. May we talk about it? What, what have you been binging? Yes, we may. Thank you for asking me. Uh, uh, Yellow Jackets, I've just watched. Oh, oh good. God, I've oh. watched it. I know. Uh, if you try and eat me, <laughs> I would um, say you're going to need a strong knife. Yeah, podcasting <laughs> is famously not a visual medium for anyone who. Oh, uh, <laughs> well, it is, but I might not put it all up. I am wearing I'm a yellow. My stomach in for nothing. <laughs> You have asked to be at the head of the table. I've demanded this angle <laughs> because last podcast, I literally looked like a Christmas ham. From the side, <laughs> like, so this angle, I'm trying to... Yeah. And it's succeeding. Yeah, I think so. My Some little half... Um, anyway, um, <laughs> see, Yellow Jack is Okay, good. Yellow Jack was really, really good. Um, the Rings of Power, I loved. Okay. House of the Dragon, the prequel to Game of Thrones. Losing you, I can see straight No, away. no, no, not okay. losing me. Um, big fantasy... Big yeah. fantasy fan. Um, oh, okay. No, I do love fantasy. I, but I. Um, this is where you're going to be like, but I have thoughts and feelings about scene twelve. No, 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 no. Yeah, actually, no, no, no. Again, um, I find. Well, maybe I should give, should give them a go. I love Game of Thrones. Yeah. But then, again, it kind of lost me, as it, maybe it did for lots of people. But so, would My you recommend? Lazy. I think actually you're, that's very true. I think actually I'm probably just addicted to my phone and I scroll when I watch these things and then I then I look up three hours later, I don't know what's gone on and I think, do you know what, I'll leave it. But you can categorise, like I was watching a, um, <laughs> Andal yesterday. Like Actually, Chris, you don't pay attention to any of these TV <laughs> shows. That's why you don't like them. <laughs> but you can. There are definitely TV shows that aren't that good. So I'm like, I'm, this is a scrolling one. You know? Yeah. I'm going to be on like different apps, Christian Mingo and things whilst watching. Mm. Um, but there are other ones that are amazing. I'm trying to think what I've been binge watching. Uh, Rings of Power. Were you a Lord of the Rings fan? Oh, massively. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Again, I've only seen those films the once each. So, um, yeah, no, I, 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 I felt I could be brave enough to, <laughs> to I may be honest have, with you about yeah, that. Yeah, it's important that you do. But you've watched those it films. Was Sauron who once. <laughs> 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 but you, 
you've watched them lots of times. times, Have you read the books? I have, yes. Many times. That's very very impressive because they are tough books. Yeah, they are. Uh, From looking at them... Uh, uh, on the shelf. Do you know, like, <laughs> seeing them a From looking lot. at them on the shelf, I can see they're very chunky, they're very long, and there's lots of names, and it's quite very chunky small and long font. Is no bad thing, Chris. It's absolutely <laughs> no bad thing, darling. But they've got very small font as well, I can imagine. Right, right. Well, and again. But the audiobooks are wonderful. Oh. Mm. And Andy Circus, is that his name? The man who plays Gollum, he does the audiobooks. Does he do it? He just can't do the voice all the way through. No, that'd be ridiculous. That'd be. That'd be <laughs> <laughs> No, Chris. That'd be ridiculous. How many vocal zones would he go yeah, through? Yeah. The epilogue. When I spoke to the published precious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ridiculous, yeah. yeah. Uh, he does a really good job, though. Good. I tell you, he did do a good job in the audiobooks. Um, you knew he took it to the words out my mouth. Yes, I did. Yeah, he did a really good job in those. I used to. They would. They would be hammered. Those um, tapes and CDs of uh, of those books. Yes, we won't mention. Them. <laughs> However, there are. Um, there are like YouTube videos of Americans preferring the American version, which isn't an American. It's a British guy doing it as well, but it's a different what? British guy. I know. And they prefer that one, but I am team Stephen Steve. Fry. The accents, the range of accents, oh. the voices for said characters. Said characters in those books. In those books. Uh, were completely brought to life at the time. At the time when they were good. When they were good. They're not now. And we wanted to ingest that content. <laughs> because we didn't we know were... about... And she who must not be named. <laughs> and, yeah. And we were children. We, we didn't know. We say enough not to get sued. Well, I think so. I think so. I think I'm so. from two different minority communities. I'm fine, but I'm just worried about you and your cords. Um, there's like three people who listen to this podcast. So oh, I think okay. we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's not. There's not. There's not three. There's not three. Um, Hi, Mark and Chris's mom. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, um, I think we'll be fine. Okay, okay. I mean, who knows? This might be the, the episode that really, really, takes really takes we off. We haven't said what we're speaking about anyway. like. No, we haven't. Mm. Um, but Rings of Power was a triumph you'd recommend? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Oh, I know. Lost of Us. The Lost of Us. Oh. That is that is on my list. Was oh. it amazing? Have you watched anything? Um, I hate talking about it because it's actually... It's not embarrassing because I like my I enjoy my life yeah and I enjoy what I watch um but oh my god that's such a powerful way of saying I but can't, I, I yeah I can't really help it because it is probably it's also an addiction um and it is to uh the real housewives of different cities right. but I am coming to the end I've watched the whole of New York so I've nearly watched 12 seasons of New York but in a way, The Last of Us is like the real housewife, the apocalypse. Uh, well, well, then <laughs> I'd probably like it. No, but I have said to myself, because I have a group called Housewives with three yeah. of my friends. And all we've done for the last sort of two and a half years is watch Housewives um, of different cities right. and just update each other about where we are yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. And um, it's, it's lovely. And I really, really treasure my time and um, the brain cells that just fry themselves watching these women. Do the British versions pale by comparison? Um, so there's only Cheshire. Oh. <laughs> so there's not versions, there's only Cheshire. Um, and there's 16 seasons of Cheshire, Cheshire. would you believe? Where is Cheshire? Um, like like, like um, between like sort of che- like Manchester, Chester kind of situation. And here. And here. Okay, it's, like, it's north then. North, northwest, okay. yeah. Why there? I wonder. Why? Why did Watford quite, get one? Well, uh, you'd think. Well, I guess maybe che- like there was maybe Maiden Chelsea was doing its thing. Essex was doing its okay, yeah. thing. 
Geordie Shaw was doing its yeah, thing. Right. So, so like there wasn't much northeast, Is and that's good. Um, so I, I've seen clips, and I, it does look quite funny. But um, I've, I did like the whole of Atlanta, which was fourteen seasons. I'm up to date, and now I've done the whole of New York, which is twelve seasons. Uh, thirteen, but I'm, thirteen was terrible. So I'm not going to watch it. And I just feel <laughs> um, I need to. I really do need to like take a minute. Yeah, for you. Take a minute for me, actually, um, to watch things such as Yellow Jackets and um, yeah, and The Last of Us. I love I love Atlanta though. When I went to New Orleans, I had to stop fire Atlanta, and I had such carry on in the airport with all the stuff that like worked in the shops, knowing about the food, chicken, flirting. Was it I fun? Yeah. When was, was that? About four years ago. And New Orleans is amazing. It is like everyone says, "Have you been?" Yeah. Isn't it right? So oh, we found someone that's been. So I was did a cruise ship job. Oh my god, I can so see that. So I was a dancer on a cruise ship, yeah. and um, we'd been on the ship, blah 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 blah. And you only get there's very few overnights, right? And one of ours was New Orleans. So yeah. every other every other day, the ship leaves its port at five o'clock, and we had an overnight yeah. in New Orleans, and we were just like feral. Yeah. We were just like, and it's not even it's not as if we had an overnight in. I know some sleepy yeah. town. It's Nine like lanes. party, yeah. crazy, and the energy there, unreal. Yeah, so we were like sat in this. I just, I, <laughs> I just have this. So it was like th me and the me and, and my two friends. We sort of were the, with the whole group. And we were on Bourbon Street or Bourbon Street, and um, <laughs> getting our beads and having you know. We were just. We, I remember. I remember my friend going, "It's pizza by the slice," and we were like, "Got a pizza by the slice," and we we're like, so we're like yelling. We'd had like the same like cruise, like the food on the ship for like yeah, four yeah. months, and we were getting like you know those massive like six foot long drinks yeah. and all this kind of stuff. And then the th me and my friends Nick and Carl were like, "So we're gonna go to the gay bar, right?" <laughs> and um, I just have one vision of me. They put Kelly Clarkson up uh, her second mention. That state. rock icon. Yeah, she put. They've had Mister Know It All on the the whole thing and I remember standing on the bar and like That's quite gorgeous. rocking out may I may I say <laughs> like to Mr. Mr. Know-it-all and just like thinking I was like in Glee you know like in yeah. Glee when like suddenly the whole room is like yeah. looking at this number that I'm doing for you it was like <laughs> I, I remember being like I'm gonna show this this show bar in how we do it in this is how we do it and then we went to um the three of us went to this um to this strip bar strip club and just like sat down but like weren't gonna do anything or like pay or just we just we just like went in just to like strip bar see women stripping women and then men oh. on the either on a different floor but they were like very straight men mm. which is fine but like these not all but these particular ones, like not much rhythm, not much kind of like, just just like we're just men, yeah. and like I think the three of us are like, okay, this is not really working for us because like feels like you don't want to be here, and we don't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it feels like like it's not really that tantalizing because you're not gonna do like this is not, there's, there's no there's no there's no energy here there's nothing energy here but like the three of us were just like because we just been off this we were like yeah, off the ship and we were just like feral yeah we were yeah. just like here we are <laughs> new orleans at a strip club um so yeah that's my memory of new orleans and then we went on a bus tour the next day and um like hung over like on those open top buses and just like learned all about the city and that sounds like kind of one of those moments when you're older and you look back that'll be in your montage right Dance totally totally so, that's gorgeous mr now it all well yeah yeah 
I honestly, I'd always wanted to go. I'd read a lot about it and I did everything, everything. Mm. I did the hoodoo tours, like nice. all about voodoo. I went to the the graveyard. Did you go to the graveyard? So again, we did, we saw everything from this rooftop bus. <laughs> we saw it in the distance. Like we just saw everything and we were like, oh, this is a really interesting city to actually go and explore. If we'd maybe <laughs> done this yesterday, we could have. So I would love to yeah. go back and, and actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the swamp tour, like the dark swamps and the plantation tours where all of that stuff is there. And that when you go out of it, they really do speak like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I literally was like, I can't believe you speak like this. And he's like, I can't believe you speak like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like talking to each other. And I did a cooking course and then went to the gay bar. Just I did absolutely, and I ate ever because everything starts with a pint of butter. Yeah, it's, it's amazing. delicious. But yeah. Honestly, I did. I did. I don't think I slept for like four or five days, but it was so good. I felt so alive. Mm. Um, but also, there is like because it's one of the few places in America where cultures mix because America's really segregated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here you've got African American and Hispanic and European all mixing together. Yes. And there's like a massive kind of superstitious history, voodoo, queer history. It's it's amazing. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, and I I was hit on so much. I remember walking down the road and this woman slapping my ass and going. <laughs> I love me some pork. <laughs> and I was like, do you know what? She's not wrong. She's not wrong. Also, another bus I went on, I said to this woman, where's the best place to get some chicken? And she went, my house. And I went, <laughs> she went, seriously, my house. And she brought us to her house for chicken. Oh my God. And when she introduced me to her family, she went, he's from New Zealand. And I was like, that's not even a country, but I love that she just decided and went for it. And I am. I in, am now. in some ways, aren't we all from aren't New Zealand? I think so. Um, that sounds like a fun trip. Did you go I, anywhere else after that? Five days in New Orleans and then? No, um, no, I think it was seven days. Sorry, I met my bestie. She lives in LA. And so we met in the middle. We met in New Orleans. Nice. I went via Atlanta and I love Southern food. And I was just befriended. I was like at Atlanta airport for seven hours and I befriended everyone. Oh my God. So nice. um, I love the energy. I just love the accent. Also on the men as well, just but the women, everything. I love that Southern hospitality. Yeah. There's a very. I mean, there is a there is a, a friendliness yeah. that you, that that's yeah. that way, and also it's a very addictive that kind of warm accent like that. Yes, there's something beautiful about it. And apparently, beautiful I, manners, manners, yes, and and words as well, heinous. But apparently, <laughs> there's something about British people can do that accent really well because apparently there's some kind of I did try and look it up. There's some kind of link to they speak like that because of French people and British people. Mm. There's some link to like a Cockney accent and Southern accent. Really? Yeah, if you go way back, it's bizarre. You know, in the same way that they say the Shakespearean accent was a little bit more like the American accent. Have you heard about this? No. Yeah, there's different theories, but they say that the American accent is a little bit more like our accent was ages ago. You know when different people take mm. a language? And you know, like in, in, in Canada, the French is actually old fashioned for French people. Okay, yeah, yeah. They've left the old world and they've stuck with some ways. They haven't... Sure, haven't. yeah, yeah. And there's a few little things of that with American English, like even spellings and shopping yeah. and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of British people that can lend themselves to speaking like that. More so than other Americans. I don't know why. Oh, wow. Because I'm a homosexual. I also love doing that. Yeah. You're just glamorous, <laughs> even if you're in your dressing gown. Absolutely. <laughs> That's very nice. Um, goodness me. Well, what a... Educational little turn that Brought to you by there. New Orleans Tourism. Yeah, maybe we have a little uh, oh my God, research. Yeah, what? We should go bring this to New Orleans. Oh my goodness, made you think. Yeah. They'd love it. Did you try B&A's, B&A's, those donuts? Mm, it's not ringing a bell, but that seems like something I would do. Kelly Clarkson was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like something I would do. I think so, because they literally... Just put, it. yeah. Wow. 
talking but just touching back on comedy how we have we been doing comedy a similar kind of time or you're a bit longer than me um november 21 i started oh that's the same time as me was it what yeah. date november it's actually october october when <laughs> um the near halloween ish like the 20th or something because i said november for branding reasons <laughs> <laughs> However, yeah. I did a course, and the course was October. Oh, nice! And um, and you, you're thriving. I seen. mean, gosh, if you must put that label on me, um, yeah. No, I started in I started in November. I did a course. It was really fun at the comedy store, and um, yeah, I've just been really blessed and lucky since. I went in for a lot of competitions early on. And yeah, shows. you're a big comp comp guy. I think so, and I love. I know comedians are scared of gong shows. I love them because... Oh, yeah, we've had this chat and I literally was petrified at yeah, every word I was you saying were saying. Yeah, be good, but, but the thing is, um, yeah, a mixed race from a council state, chubby, effeminate man. So I've been dealing with hecklers since I was mm. seven and I am here for it. I love it. Yeah, like, yeah. I used to be like, I'd line up my comebacks in school when they came for me. I mean, I couldn't fight 10 lads. Right. But if they were like, you're a poof, I'd be like, I am because with your mum last night and she turned me. Yeah. And then I'd have to run, obviously. <laughs> So I've actually got quite wouldn't, strong. I wouldn't stick around. I would say that and yeah, then yeah. run. Yeah, yeah. Sprint. So you got some um, good agility as well. I've got strong thighs. Yeah. Um, but I loved it because then you're like, they're not fully winning, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And so now, years later, comedy, there's kind of like a queer energy I'm claiming back. I'm like, hmm, the queer hurt child in me wants to get you back. Yeah. Because it's always that kind of lad that says something. Show me your tits. Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, and I'll be really? like, really? Yeah. It's like well, so unfunny. No, I know, but I guess it's but the nature of Gong. Yeah, show. of course. Yeah. Like, you don't go to King Gong expecting <clears throat> praise you. No. Love the way well you done. put that joke together. Yeah. Yes. Beautifully constructed. position of two funny situations <laughs> coming together to form a joke. Yeah. Brilliant callback. <laughs> yeah. But I loved it because I was ready for it. I was yeah. like, Han, if you want to see my tits at their best, I put on a lot of weight. They're currently in my socks. But if you want to see them at the best, ask your son to show you the pictures he bought of me online. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean, that kind of thing. And it shuts them up. But also, they come for that. They, right. I think with the type of gay guy I am, they expect some sass. Yeah. And they like that to and from. And if you can meet them at it, then they respect you all the more. Yeah. First time I did Top Secret Gong, you know, and that's a... They have three people have a card, and if three cards go up, you're, you're booed off, basically. Right. I came on stage, went, hi, I'm a gay, and a lad put his card up. And I said, darling, don't be homophobic. Your dad wasn't last night. And then, like, the whole people laughed and loved it, and yeah, it made, yeah. I got through. It was great. Afterwards, the lad came up to me for a hug. Do you know what I mean? So there wasn't right, right, real right. malice in it. No. I feel like they only really start on people they think can handle it. For the gong shows I've been in, you, right. do, other, you do get other Egypts in other nights. And yeah, stuff. yeah. But, but anyway, I think the gong shows helped me get some... A foot at the door in some of the clubs, yeah, and kind of a bit of a profile. So yeah, I've been lucky, and um, but I also worked hard. Like my first year, I did two hundred gigs. Like yeah, I yeah, yeah, hard. I don't know if you know how maths works, but there's only three hundred sixty-five <laughs> days in a year. So far, Chris, you've come across as a real <laughs> dunce in this podcast. So I'm just going to quickly touch on these numbers for you. Uh, um, no, it's a very busy year. Yeah. yeah so, um, and I'm really blessed now. I'm doing tour support. I'm doing. I'd say like, well, I'd say 90% of my gigs are, are paid and I go around the country doing gigs. A lot of people ask me and I'm I'm doing half an hour now. And, Incredible. Um, and I'm working on, I, I'm not releasing the details at the moment, but I'm going to be doing a thing with a production company. It's just this kind of lab that we're going to work together on uh, a sitcom I'm working on. Wow. Who knows what will come of it, but um, well, hopefully Emmys. Absolutely. Everything. Everything yeah. will come. Yeah. Huge success. I mean, I'm enjoying it so much and I still love comedy as much as... The first you ever did. did, yeah, because nice. I didn't know it was going to be funny, and then I thought my jokes are just in the kitchen funny for my mates, and then lockdown happened, and my friends were saying for years, write that down. So I wrote everything down, yeah, and I had like twenty sheets, 
20 files with different labels. Irish, Indian, fat, cancer state, running a day center, working with teenage gangs, delivering my nephew when, he gave, when my sister gave birth. All, you know, just topics, uh, openers, closers, hecklers, venue comments, you know, all wow. these, and pages. And so then... So I'm just going to take some notes just for my... Uh... <laughs> Just develop my, uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes if you open the keyboard, it helps. <laughs> it was just for dramatic effect. It's just a prop day. I don't actually, I don't actually steal your methods. <laughs> I'm doing fine. No, um, and then I, I did a course. I did a course at the comedy store and I brought it together. And the first time I went on the stage, I thought, oh my God, other people are laughing. Yeah, that's mad, isn't it? And they're not dinner guests. You know, yeah, they don't yeah, have yeah. to. So, um, and I loved it. And I didn't realize how much I loved it until I did it for a month, another lockdown happened and I couldn't do it for a month. Mm. And I was crawling at the door. I was like, oh my God, I missed this so much. Yeah, yeah. This is, I've never, I've <clears throat> just to take it down for a minute. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I felt like I'd come home. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, I really did. So, yeah. Uh, I kind of feel like that too, I think. Um, and then when I was five, no, I'm joking. <laughs> and then, <laughs> I think um, there is something really uh, special in, um, I, you know, can relate to you um, in my comedy was born to um, survive school pretty much. And it was not not only that, but it was definitely my how I navigate social situations and how I make friends and how I yeah. get teachers on my, you know, yeah. my side or how I, you know. Um, so it's then quite queer man energy. Yeah, definitely. Specifically gay men, I think, because um, it's that kind of sassy energy we need with our bullies in school, you know. Yeah. Um, and then. I was thinking about this the other day, actually. I sort of went to musical theatre and was pursuing that. And I always think, like, sort of, I <clears throat> loved dancing and it had, like, the best time and the best memories. And it made me feel certain ways. And I could, yeah. you know, become different versions of myself, yeah. like, you know, through the medium of dance. Um, and it was amazing to, you know, have some success. You couldn't have been bullied there for being gay, though, musical theatre. <laughs> Could you? Oh, not not when I got there. I was but, say. Um, <clears throat> but there was a few years before that. Yeah, yeah, before I got there, I imagine there'd yeah. be some of our community. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that was kind of nice. I've, I, I was kind of like dancing. It was like what I loved to do. But then, like, it's been interesting doing comedy, and I totally resonate with what you're saying about coming home yeah. and like realizing that this thing that was um, not even something I maybe did. It just something that was was me or like was just at, you know so hashtag funny bones it has funny bones <laughs> so then it's like it's so it's the weird it's the most beautiful but also the surrealist feeling to just yeah. be like it everything that i think in my brain that just is coming uh, that i think will make myself laugh or my friends when it's a wider audience you're like oh yeah uh, bizarre but amazing that's so interesting you say that because you're funny off stage as well <laughs> What? What? I mean, funny, haha. -ha. No, I know. <laughs> That's interesting. What funny off off stage? Yeah, <laughs> as well. But I do meet some comedians. I'm like, is there? You're not. There's no person. That, okay, that's just for the stage. Fine. And that's not wrong or right. But yeah, yeah. I recognise another queer person who has had to have this in their arsenal. Yeah, yeah. But also, it's fun to do sometimes. Like I, right. I can walk. Growing up, I would be able to walk in a room, but like, do I want to turn on or not? Maybe I will. Shall I be the centre? Yeah. Um, but it comes from, like trying to cheer up the people around me that were suffering for something or school hardship or even in my work, like running a day center for years that I used to and, and end of life care. 
like being by their bedside and having a wee giggle and reminisce about their life. Yeah. They used to say I'm a tonic and I would actively think like, I don't want to, you know, some of the carers that would work with them, they'd be crying and I'd be like, hun, um, she's dying. It's I not the really, vibe. It's not really about you today. I just, right. <laughs> so yeah, sorry. yeah, of course. About, um, so I'd put all my energy in trying to pick up that person however you can. Yeah. But I think it's quite a healing thing. But also... I do just love to love, and I love making people laugh. It yeah. really gets me going, and I think you're the yeah. same. Yeah, and you definitely yeah. do. You're yeah. very, very funny. Um, tell us, how long... We, you don't work in the day centre anymore? No, I worked at London Irish Centre for eight years, and it was such a special time in my life, like 200 Irish pensioners in Camden. Yeah. And we'd do outings and day trips and lunches and classes, and they were just... They were a big part of my stand-up. They were just absolutely accepting of me from day one. Yeah. And absolutely gorgeous. Um, I mean, we'd get things slightly wrong. Dan's a homo sapien and proud. <laughs> part of the BLT community, I <laughs> But had that want there to be lovely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. bringing a boyfriend home, home to work to meet. He was a Jewish lad. And this woman said, no, I want to ask you something. Would you call yourself a Catholic Jew or a Protestant Jew? And I, I, I schooled him. He went, a Catholic Jew. Went, You're very welcome here, son. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, just like, do you know what I mean? It was like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it was absolutely gorgeous. Yeah, some of the best times. But I had to leave because I'd never have done comedy. Right. I'd never have done comedy had I stayed there because it took everything out of me. Mm. And I needed to do a different job where I could just kind of just not use my humor in the day. And then I could use it at night. Yeah, I can imagine it's. Um well, it just takes a lot of your yeah. energy and sparkle. You're trying to yeah. feed other people, yeah. right? You know, beautifully so. But as well, like if someone's yeah. dying, you can't really be like, "Well, actually, Bridget, it's five o'clock now, so I'm clocking off." Okay, right, right, Because right, I've done right. that in other jobs, but not when someone's they're elderly, they're sweet. You're, you're, there's different yeah. boundaries, you know. Yeah, of course. When I worked in child protection, we wouldn't swap numbers or social media. But I'm not going to say to a 98 year old with a week left, "I think that's actually not appropriate for you to ask for my phone number if you need me in the night." Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because it's a charity as well. I'm absolutely going to do all of those things, but it does take take from your core after a while, you know. Yeah, so. absolutely. But I went back there on Friday to see them. My first time back in years, and I helped give out lunches for their Paddy's Day lunch, and had a wee dance with some of them. And Lovely. So yeah, and some of them have said I, they said I've seen your clips on the interweb. <laughs> <laughs> you got sent to me. The yeah, exactly. Yeah. On the uh, on like the, the, uh, the home on the YouTube. phone. YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> amazing. And you do a lot of uh, speaking of charity. You do some charity work now. Yeah, Rainbow Migration, which is a, a charity that work with LGBTQI plus people seeking asylum. So people that have claimed asylum in the UK, hundred percent based on their gender identity. Yeah, that's incredible. And what do you do? I run the support service, so I manage the support workers who do the support groups, um, casework around housing, food, referrals to mental health services, phone top-up, that kind of stuff. Amazing. Just kind of all the basic kind of human needs they have. I mean, they're really, really vulnerable, especially like if you fled Uganda because you're a, a gay woman and then you're put in detention with like Ugandan women... Or you know, or your Ugandan man and put into detention with Ugandan men. What on earth is happening? You know, mm. they're targeted physically, sexually, emotionally. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is a, and the Home Office brings them to court essentially, and you have to kind of get evidence uh, to prove that you are telling the truth. Yeah, yeah. Get stage. But yeah, I really enjoy. It. I don't do much about that on stage because it's not very funny. No, <laughs> like, but it is very worthy and it is lovely. Well, it's an incredible cause, especially yeah. you know, with everything that's. Exactly, yeah. Happening now. Um, and there is like nice elements, like I bring them to Pride. And I remember two years ago, there was a lad walking along and he was crying. And I said, why are you crying? And he said, I can feel pride. I've never felt it before. It's growing inside of me. He was looking at the thousands of people yeah. along the side of the street in London. And I could see it radiating from him. You know, wow. that he was going to be okay. He was going to be safe. No one was going to hunt him down. Yeah, yeah. So um, it's lovely, lovely work. But I, I'm really, really, really boundaried in my life. Like... 
weekends. I won't talk about any dramas. I won't talk about the war. I won't talk about politics. Did you see the news about this? <gasps> Someone was stabbed. I'm like, bub, 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 bub. no, it's my weekend. Right. My safe space. Tell me about a kitten that befriended a goose. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think you have to do that nowadays because the news is 24 Oh, and it's, hours and it's bad. I get the message. It's getting worse. I understand. Right. And but I don't need to know. <laughs> you also just can't. Sometimes it gets to the point where we can't t keep talking about these yeah. same things. Yeah. Just us two yeah. here. You know, we can do our bit or, or you know, discuss something. But then yeah. as, there, you're right. There's a boundary, especially with phones and the Internet. Yeah. Oh you never God, stop absolutely. scrolling, uh, never stop ingesting information and stuff. And some people are addicted to it. Like. I have this nonna, she's 86. She's not a blood relative, but I've known her all my life. I went around her house a few weeks back and she had cut out articles from the, a paper I won't mention, but mm -hmm. it's a daily paper, uh, popular with males and females. Mm -hmm. um, and she cut out an article and said, I thought you might, oh, then I thought you might like this. And it was like two articles about a stabbing in my hometown and one child abduction. I was like, what are you doing? Why would I like this? Well, well, I've come around to see you for some bolognese and a cuddle. And this is what, she went, well, it's terrible what happened here. I thought you wanted to know. And I literally, I ripped them up and gave them back and said, Hannah, honestly, I'm grand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But she's addicted to that bad news. And you can get like that. Yeah, absolutely. Watching the news in, this is happening, this happened, the crisis, energy, food. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, um, you know, we're here for a good time, not a long time. So if ship if ship's going down, I want to have a good time. Have a good time yeah. as we do it. Yeah, yeah. That's how we that's how we do it in New Zealand. In New Zealand, well, yeah. truly. Maybe we should start New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, That'd be like, a really oh, yeah. fab place. It would, wouldn't it? Yeah, of cord. Lots of cord. I'm actually <laughs> really quite warm. Uh, <laughs> really quite warm in my double cord. Um, well, in New Zealand, um, I can imagine it's a lovely place full of pleasures and. Here at Unguilty Pleasure, that's the question I ask, Dane. Something that you unashamedly, unguiltily, just take great pleasure in. Unashamedly? Unashamedly. Just please move on from that. Um, <laughs> unashamedly. Is that even a word? I think so. It is I'm, a word. But was the first one a word? Unashamedly. Unguiltily. Do you know what? In New Zealand, we you can make what? up our own language. I've watched, I, 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 I save all my words for the stage. Unshamed is our new word. <laughs> We're going to unsham. God, my mother, if she actually listens to this, she'd be outraged at my... She's not one of the three. I want a authorised list of the three people. <laughs> yes, my guilty, my unguilty, unguilty pleasures. pleasures. Well, uh, let me just start this with a quick five-hour monologue. <clears throat> well, like, this is true, though. Like, um, in resilience, like, in terms of therapy and social work, they talk about resilience. So things you do that build up a shield against the bad things. Mm. So if there are two children and one has a really can play the piano or has a puppy they love or an auntie that's good to them and the other child doesn't have those things and both children are abused statistically what's more likely to happen is the child that had those things will fare better right um because they have some form of resilience and you'll be like well why how does making a puppy form resilience well uh, they feel like they've got a purpose they feel like there's a, there's someone they love they something they get something out of they leave the house to go for a walk or they have an auntie they have someone they can talk to about what's happening if they're concerned or if, or if they have a talent they might be confident and actually say that man said this to me and that's wrong mum right mm -hmm. um, versus the child that doesn't have those things so actually like in child protection they find that having re having hobbies and interests and all of those things really does help protect you against many things especially the younger you get it you know right um like i definitely know as a kid i would have been um a sex pest's nightmare you know i was i was absolutely i mean mainly because i had a speech impediment wet the bed but still yeah. moving on. <laughs> they wouldn't have been into me i don't have an ass uh -huh. <laughs> but also i was quite sassy i was very confident would have told my mum absolutely everything yeah 
I remember being years later, being 19, this girl saying, do you want to do drugs? I said, no, my mum said it's bad. Mm -hmm. And she said, do you do everything your mother tells you? I was like, yeah, of yeah. course I do. <laughs> but um, my point is, so um, I'm really big on doing things that I love to do mm. and unapologetically. Um, mm -hmm. so, Un unapologetically. <laughs> unapologo. And um, so that would look like uh, lots of movies, going and watch movies, lots of music, listen to music, cooking reading books, catching up with friends, lots of holidays and travel. Nice. Uh, my parents are hippies. This week they live in Koh Samui, an island in Thailand. Wow. And so I'm going there in April to see them. Really nice. nice. I'm trying to navigate them to go somewhere else now because they've been there a few years. And I like my holidays to change. I'm kind of trying to manifest Hawaii. Um, wow. I know. That'd be amazing. Um, and um, yeah, go to a lot of gigs. I love watching a concert. Um, yeah, writing. Comedy now would be a massive resilience for me, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm also half Irish, half Indian, so Catholic guilt and Indian Kama Sutric genes. So I do love jiggery pokery, as we call it in the old world. <laughs> <laughs> Got to get your five and ten. <laughs> Hope my mom doesn't watch this. Let's deep dive into that. Um, no, that sounds amazing. I think that's such a. Uh, I think hobbies as an adult, or um, the notion of not stopping learning, yeah. or trying new things. Yeah. Um, can really be neglected you know, the older you get. I feel yeah. when you're a child, absolutely. The, the, as much as you, you know, is available to you, you're, you might do after school classes, you tr try different sports at school yeah. all the time, yeah. pick up a different book because it's reading yeah. week. Of course. You know, you change arts and crafts, you, you know, you try different things, you try chess or you yeah. try cards, or you try an instrument and it's um i feel it can get i mean it, if you're addicted to your phone and um Absolutely. the real housewives like myself <laughs> um it is really tough sometimes to pick up yeah, a new skill absolutely. or but then if you were in lockdown and that's all you had that might have been one of your truly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean it's probably not just lockdown but i'm giving you an excuse to work with yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um but also um i had another point which has now left me yeah it's gone um <laughs> But no, it's yeah, it's important to learn again. Oh, I, I come back Go. now. You also just stuff like there is evidence now for like going for a walk, an unscripted walk, so not listening to music on the walk. Yeah. And and um, going for a walk where you don't have a direction, like not going to Poundland, just going for a walk in woods. There's evidence that it, it really does create serotonin for the brain. Mm. It also helps stimulate um, creativity. Yeah. When I was with my partner, my ex-partner, I am um, going for a walk. When you know when you're scripting your argument, well, I'll say this. Yeah, well, I'll yeah. say this. Listen, you've got to love the front of me. I'll say that. <laughs> going, for, going for a walk, I would really like clear my head and get a lot of my demons out. And I'd come back a fairly regulated woman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A little bit more balanced. Let's bring that salad bowl off the roof. Sorry about that, Charlie. <laughs> you're quite right. Dijon is better. I don't know why I lost it. <laughs> but also, if I'm looking for an idea for something or a way into a joke, I just go for a little walk. Yeah. And I really get a lot out of it. Um, but, oh, I know what I was going to say, um, CBT, Cognitive Behavioural Therapy, one of the techniques you can do is keep a diary of things, three things in a day that brought a smile to your face. Mm. I learned early on, it has to be achievable. You can't be like, cure cancer, yeah. paint the sun, <laughs> yeah. bring Gaga here. Yeah, yeah. Um, it has to be like, had a bath that I really enjoyed, called a friend and spoke to them for an hour. That was fun. Watched this great film. But as you, as you, as I used to do that, I'd notice, I'd gravitate to those things more and more. And I'd look, you look at a pattern and I was like, do you know, every time I do something I deem as like a good thing, like 
ringing my nonna for an hour mm-hmm. and she wants to talk about the old days, I got I would feel I'd actively feel a bit better afterwards. Yeah. So uh, I'd gravitate towards more of those things. So socializing for me was one of those things. And, yeah, yeah. And trying to reach out and be good to my community if I could. Yeah, yeah. So that kind of thing. Absolutely. Yeah. I think um, I think that's really well. I mean, the more I speak to you, the more just uh, astounded I am. You're more in love you are with you. You're such a um, feel everything. You, everything I want to be. No, I am trying to. Um, did you change the hair? I looked down, looked up, and the hair's beautiful now. Oh, spiky. Not that it wasn't before. <laughs> uh, it's quite. Uh, um, thank you for the. Camera. I looked away. And uh, you come back, and you were just like. I think, I think just as I was listening, as I was listening to you, I was just trying to get it. A bit, oh, it is quite high. Bring it down a little bit. Were you looking at the oil in my face as a reflection to style your hair? <laughs> I used to have friends that do that. They'd be like, stand still? No. Okay. Um, Sorry. No, 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 no. Um, uh, I feel like I'm, I'm, um, I'm always in a constant state of what can I do um, to be better, yeah. which um, obviously is good because I feel none of us have finished project pro- products. And um, it's good to always think yeah. about ways of um, growing or evolving or whatever. Um, yeah, <laughs> got a question. Thank you. Yeah, but all but but with that, um, you look so shocked. When I put my hand up. No, no, no. Um, like you can <laughs> get addicted that on Insta. Like do this, eat green juice. Do this, do this. Exactly. And the question I used to ask when I was like twenty three, twenty four last week um, was, "Am I doing enough?" Mm. And the question I find myself, or the statement I find myself saying now is, "I, I did enough. I'm doing enough." Yeah, yeah. And I think we we do need to come around to that kind of thing because there's so many things out there. Am I eating the right way? Am I doing this? The environment? What about this? What about that? What about that? And I'm like, am I doing enough today with what I've got the means to work with? Right. In terms of surviving. Like, yeah, yeah. That is, I love that because I am someone who, instead of doing that, will just sort of sit on my couch and think of all the things that I haven't gotten done, <laughs> all the thing, all the good deeds and amazing yeah. you know contribution to the world that I haven't done yeah. um I I so I taught you know I teach um fitness classes and I was I was up at five and taught three by sort of half ten then came home yeah. and then like had to have a nap on the couch yeah but then I was like I physically can't stand up anymore because I'm falling asleep yeah but this will then take a day an hour out of this day you know day middle of yeah. the day Wednesday I've got an infinite number of things to do. Um, and then it, after I woke up, I felt more awake, but then I just uh, went over and over in my head about how I'd lost that hour right. and how I couldn't, yeah. and how na- now I'm sort of a bit like, na- now I've wasted this day and then I didn't do anything until I came here really. I mean, I got some bits done, but like. Yeah, um, and the truth is I imagine if a friend told you that, you'd be lenient to them and be like, be like oh, oh of this, course this. you were up at this time. Yeah. Um, and I think something I'm, I'm something I'm trying I'm going through a bit of a um period at the moment of realizing that I'm just not the same person I was a few years ago my priorities have changed because of change or because of Cause, comedy because of change well kind of because of comedy and just growing a bit getting a bit older and like not having as much time to yeah. um you know or or you know I used to be very very like strict on my eating and um yeah. super healthy and like blah 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 because blah, that was really important to my 25 year old self but um, it's he now... says having had a green tea and I've had like a caramel pint of love. No, only because I had anxiety all day, so I didn't have a proper <laughs> coffee. <laughs> only because I'd be like, I'd hear it by like chewing the the microphone. But saying, am I doing enough? Yeah. And I feel like with being sort of self-creative, yeah. you're like, um, you, 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 you're never going to get everything done that you possibly no, want no, to get done. No. You're never going to create as much art as you yeah. want to create in the day. No. Are you doing and and make a difference and help Absolutely. and fix the news and fix the world. Yeah. Um, so just that, am I doing enough 
today and focusing on little things versus I'm doing enough. Yeah, you know? I say so to the support workers for rainbow migration, the thing I always say, I, and I now say to them, guess what I'm going to say? And they say, you're going to say, we only have the time, means and capacity to do the most we can do with what we have to work with. Mm. But there we go. I would have said it slightly better, but go on. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's the truth. Like, we can, oh, it's so we can only true. Do. And I was talking to this, uh, talking about this with someone else recently, that comedy brings up things for me that I'd put to bed a long time ago with therapy, like different insecurities and relationships I've had. Comedy bring, has, brings up things and demons uh, for me that I have put to bed a long time ago, like, like, I'll ask them if they're interested in me or signing, but then I have to be vulnerable. I have to say to them, do you like me? You know, that's, and I, I'm not used to, I'm not comfortable being vulnerable because I've not been uh, that worried about things in a long, long time. Yeah. But it, comedy does bring up other things. People's opinion of you, comments online, it does bring up other yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. And people project and always say to me, oh my God, you're so confident, you're so sorted. And I said, I also know, Han, that's, that's a dangerous um, assumption because it makes people think that you're either like that or you're not. This is work. I did four years of really good therapy yeah. and I've really worked hard on myself. And um, um, it would be silly to deny that work because no one arrives fixed uh, no. or 100%, you know? And also like resilience is something you can build. You can actively go, I am not gonna, you do it in relationships all the time. I'm not gonna accept this anymore. I'm not gonna continue to be unhappy. I wanna work towards the things that make me feel happy. Yeah. So um, I think how my mind works now and it changes is, have I done all I can do? Because I hate regrets. And even in confrontation growing up, it's like, I, as long as I said my bit back, mm. I could hold my head high, which is important when you're wearing a cloak, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but it is, as long as I could say my bit, even though I might have had 50 guys after me bullying me, if I could say my bit and morally win, or, or, or in terms of intelligence, the put down I could win, yeah. I could fly off then and, and at least respect myself when I was in bed at night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, that's what was important to me, but not everyone has the access to that. Um, it's amazing you had that such a strong voice. Yeah, I think it's from my mum. Mm. I think, I mean, my mum was a very strong woman, and we, I grew up with an amazing mother, but a, a, a terrible father. And she had to weather the family unit through that. And then, luckily, later on, I'm, I got lucky a second time round with a father figure. My stepdad's lovely; he's from mm -hmm. Wales. But I think I got it from my mum, like that kind of respect. And I think it's quite Irish rebellious energy, you know. Yeah, absolutely. It got to the stage where I couldn't tell my mum I was being bullied because I was worried about the safety of my bullies. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, she went up. <laughs> she went up to the station with a wooden spoon and said, "Who was it? I'll fucking marry." them was it him oh my gosh uh, which i quite love that energy i would threaten upwards with my mum you know, yeah at school i'd be like let's ring my mum no no we can work this out yeah. ourselves. please please don't call her don't <laughs> yeah, call yeah. her oh my gosh but, what a um, superwoman but uh but these these kind of unguilty pleasures it's such a good title because you shouldn't have guilt about anything that brings you happiness or makes you feel good no absolutely not you know Thank you for saying that. Oh, you're um, what a lovely moment we uh, are nearly out of time um but we have one little quick um Little it's segment math, at the end. There's it? no maths. Well, considering how stupid I've been on this uh, in this conversation, I'm not that. There's half no Asian. maths. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Dan, I need to welcome you to the Pleasure Dome. Mm. There's no um, hologram. Sorry, I have you. to say, do you know what that is in our community? <laughs> no, what is Pleasure that? Dome is a famous. I imagine a famous gay sauna. Oh, where? Yeah, I think it's closed now. But I imagine See, it's it closed now. I, I imagine it wasn't Vauxhall. Oh, well, well, well I've, I've trademarked it now, um, and it's a 60 second battle between the two of us. Ooh. It's a 60 second description of an essence of pleasure. It could be a sight, a smell, a Hold sound. Hold you knew this was coming. Yeah, I know, but it's my podcast. Oh, okay. Um, a <laughs> moment. Um, some people who have, and, and, and only one of us with our essence of pleasure can remain in the Pleasure Dome, in the Hall of Pleasure. And so what, we both talk at the same time? No, 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 no. One after the other. And you then, go first. And then we'll do, yeah, I'll go first. And, and, um, and, um, Edge and, before beauty. <laughs> 
<laughs> you. Um, but some of the examples of people who who have remained in the Pleasure Dome would be um, Joe Susie Priest, comedian. Oh yeah, yeah. She um, described the moment when you get poured a glass of champagne, it fizzes up, you take a little sip, and before the bottle gets taken away, you're refilled. Right. And so then the person that, that, that moment okay. of, ah, oh, they've refilled oh, me before okay. they step away. Okay. Um, uh, who else? Um, Hayley Morris described waking up at 4 a.m., but it's okay because your bags are packed and you've got a, you've got an 8 a.m. flight from Gatwick right. to okay. Koh Samui. Yeah. And that, that excitement. I'll try my best. Uh, although if I don't win, I, I've never not won anything before. You'll have to tell me what one does. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably will win because um, you're the guest. Oh, <laughs> uh, wait, wait. No, anyway, okay. and, yeah, because I, I, I'm already in for some reason. I won last week, I think. But, um, Off your or, own competition. No, 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 no. no. Oh. I, got, I got picked by somebody else. Oh, anyway, okay. we've got to go. Okay. But So here it is. Okay, ready? Uh, my 60 seconds starts now. So... I've got a really exciting date tonight. I'm really excited. Um, somebody that I've maybe been pursuing for a little while, or maybe it's maybe it's maybe it's the fourth date. You had the couple of um, like preliminary ones. You had a great third one, fourth one. You're like kind of really maybe like locking it into that like second phase of like we're now dating. However, I've put together this outfit and I cannot find this perfect top. I look all over the room. I'm looking under the duvet. I'm looking in each wardrobe. I'm looking in the, did I wash it? Am I looking in the washing machine? Is it in the ironing basket? All over. Oh my goodness. Tragedy, uh, terror, horror uh, reigns upon the flat because I cannot find this one perfect uh, addition to my ensemble that's just going to make me feel confident. And I've, I've picked it out all week, you know? And then suddenly it dawns on me. I know where it is. I know where it is. It's underneath a pile of books or maybe underneath like a suitcase in the corner of the room, but it is clean. I just put it there for safekeeping. And I, as I go and I find it, I hold it up into the light and that feeling of immense relief and just, ah, I've got it. And that's 60 seconds. You've rehearsed that. <laughs> I did it. I've only just brought that in. That moment of like panic and then, <gasps> I know where it Reset is. Reset the clock. It doesn't have to be an item of clothing. You will go on my first whistle. A gladiator will go on my second. Okay, your 60 seconds, Dane. Ready? Starts now. I'm really looking forward to going to see my parents in April. I'm returning home. Home is wherever they are living. Currently, they live in Costa Mui. Uh, the night before, I will bake. I will soak fruits. I will make a bar and brack, a type of Irish tea bread. You soak fruits and tea, and then you use it to bake with some eggs and some flour and some butter. I'll make a bar and brack. It smells of my childhood. It smells of Ireland. It smells of memories. I will put that in the suitcase, wrap it around loads of clothes so that customers can't get to it. I will put that on a flight to Bangkok with me, change at the airport, go to Costa Mui. I will come off the plane. The hit will the heat will hit me instantly my hair will curl up and go really fizzy and I will sweat like a Buddha some people will leave flowers by my feet because I think I am a Buddha I will then go to my parents place and I will see a cute sweet Irish wo woman and a beautiful Welsh man and they will hug me oh. my dog Tale uh, will come running up the beach they live on the beach I will get the goods out of my bag I will cut the cake with Irish butter and a cup of tea and my mum will hold me hold my face in my hands and say our oh, son you're home oh my goodness me! <laughs> that was cry. that's that I was a, myself I that was a total. That was a journey. It's all true. It's all all true. true. I felt it was true. Yeah. On my like pathetic, found a top. Enjoy you your escort. Yeah, you completely, <laughs> completely <laughs> smashed me out of the park there. That was food is a memory though for family. Yeah, if my family live far away. There's certain dishes I cook and like they're they're with me. They're on my shoulder then. Yeah. 
That was fantastic. Well, oh. Dan, you absolutely I'm in the win. pleasure dome. You are in the pleasure dome. Is it bear night? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it can be whatever you want it to be. Uh, in in New, what was it? New, New Zealand? New Zealia. New Zealia. Uh, well, we'll all be there. That's where it is. That's where it is. This has been gorgeous, This has been darling. so fun. Thank you so much oh, no, thank you for being so here. Um, where can people find you online? Uh, Dane Comedian everywhere. Um, on, on, on Twitter, on Insta, on uh, TikTok. Chub Stud on Grindr. Yeah. Get and Christian it. Mingle. I'm Abomination69. Yeah. I love Love it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, mainly Insta, Dane Comedian. Yeah, perfect. And uh, uh, we're off tonight. Your... We're doing a gig. We're off to going a gig, so we've got to go. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everybody. Um, it's been another episode Bye. of Unguilty Pleasure. I shall see you next time. Mwah. What a pleasure. What a tea. Let's be love and positivity. Good vibes on this party scene. No shame in our game, because we own it all. Unguilty Pleasures with Christopher Hall.